This is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. everyone and welcome back to yet another smarks and stripes raw recap my name is bill Matz. i am joined by eric golden you might know him as turtle and we are here to talk about well by comparison i would say this is a much better episode of raw uh for from last week i mean for sure nowhere to go but up but uh it was but did they really go up i would say it has to be better there was there were things that happened um i didn't it didn't feel like a chore to watch this one it definitely wasn't boring yeah that is for sure and if that's the standard we're going by that's still pretty sad but we'll get to why that happened in a minute but uh, sure it was better than before so we will start with the opening segment uh vince comes out he has major announcements to make i guess but but without promoting them as major yeah it's just he's got something to say Roman comes out almost immediately. Uh, okay, that's fine. Then Daniel Bryan comes out. All right, now the whole top of the card of SmackDown is here once once Kofi arrives. Drew, of course, comes out. McIntyre. Uh, we eventually get AJ and Seth, so it's... All right, here are all your main eventers in the end, Vince McMahon, in the opening segment. How can you not love it? But... I, I did you love it? I didn't. It was. I, I love Vince McMahon. I, listen, Vince is old. Vince is getting up there. Vince oh. is not the Vince he used to be. But Vince is still taking bumps. He didn't take one last night, but he took one the first SmackDown yeah. when Roman was there. So yeah. good for him. So Vince is entertaining. But we, we all know the truth behind this, and the truth is that the Raw ratings are declining. They just are. And if this is their answer to bring out. Every single main event that they have in the first five minutes, and there was no wrestling no. until about forty-five after the hour. Yeah, and was... by the way, as I wrote, so you have a Google Doc. We're still inside radio here. You give us a Google Doc of the things you want to talk about, and we all edit to what we want to say. You saw me typing in. I saw you saw me typing yeah. in. Fifty percent of their first match is the exact same crap we hate. <laughs> yes. Stop giving me I tag just, teams of Baron Corbin and oh Bobby Lashley. God, just anything but Corbin and Lashley. Stop putting them together. Stop putting them up against Seth Rollins. Please. Like, just stop. Just stop with it. It was um, the same thing again. But, but I really... Uh, Here's Vince, the new Raw. Here's half of the same stuff we always do. So you. we have all these SmackDown superstars come out, and Vince <sighs> just basically blurts out, Hey! I've got an idea. The wild card rule. And this is this turns out to be the only real like major announcement he makes that any three guys, uh, any, three, any three superstars can show up on Raw from SmackDown, SmackDown from Raw, whatever. What was Vince going to say had he not been interrupted? He made no attempt at making any sort of announcement or anything. He said, this is going to be a Raw you never forget. And he had nothing other than what he just apparently immediately came up with on the spot. While I will say it's asinine, and we'll get into why in just a second, I do find it hilarious that maybe they're turning the fact that everyone knows they just write this crap on the spot now into a bit. They're turning it work. into a segment. It's like, this is now a storyline. We all know they're rewriting the show up until the shit goes on the air. So guess what? That's going to be the story. That's going to be the show now. Vince and if, coming and up with right. stuff if on the If that fly. was the case, I'm all for it. But it is... It's, I, 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 
I, I don't know how to fix Raw. <clears throat> I don't. I just don't. It's First of all, it's too long. Let's start with that. Yeah, and that's just that's the problem. Is the number one problem with Raw is the number one thing that's not going to be fixed. Right. It's SmackDown might go go three hours. <sighs> like, <laughs> I enjoy NXT when I watch it because it's quick, concise, and to the point. There's no time for bullshit. There's no time for games. There's no time for anything but forwarding whatever storylines you have on. And yes, maybe sometimes that leaves superstars like superstars not just obviously the athletes but like top tier guys and girls off that episode that's fine but it makes me want more yeah it's why absolutely I like, it's why i like smackdown when i get a chance to watch it because they always leave me wanting a bit more there's times for the the silly dance break nonsense and while i think it's dumb it also gives me a chuckle at the same time but There's room for everything in wrestling. It, you just don't have to have everything every single week. That's the problem with Raw. They want to put every single thing every single week, and it turns out to them giving you Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley tag teams 572 times a year. And it's the number, and like that's, I think Baron Corbin booked correctly is an amazing heel. Yes. But right now, he's the face of, you are just not listening. You were just not listening to us. And I do think there's a little bit of petulance. The, well, I want this, but not that. Like, all right, there's only so many heels. Baron Corbin's a good one. Stop crying. Right. But, like, but the same three tag stop matches doing over this and over tag again match. Like, and that's aren't the, good. When you get to, I don't need every single thing. Like, I love Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is amazing. If Seth doesn't have a match every week, I'm fine with that. He's the champ. I realize we want to reverse course here from Brock. But he could be but he on can just be the show. on the show. He doesn't need to wrestle every single week just just like becky lynch was did she really have a match i mean she wrestled sort of she fought and scuffled and tuffled and all that kind of stuff but she didn't need to be there like she was fine in out done let's get to this wild card rule um, first of all, I thought it was great in a later segment, Vince is backstage on the phone. No, well, Elias doesn't count. No, neither does Shane. Like, I just thought that was great. Him Funny, immediately, sure. immediately acknowledging that this is all nonsense. Do they just... I guess I'm just in the minority. I like the brand split. I like it. We have an American and National League, and never shall they touch until we do a big, Survivor, a big series. Survivor Series thing, if that's what we're doing, or we do a big WrestleMania thing. If Whatever you want it, the stipulation to be, I'm cool with that. But apparently I'm in the minority, because as soon as anything starts to dip, they go, oh, well, we need the SmackDown, guys. Should they just do away with the brand split? <sighs> It's so tough because I'm with you. I like the American National League. I like the the AFC and NFC. I like that concept, and I like the fact that the storylines don't ever intersect. And sometimes they do with Becky Lynch, and if anybody else gets two belts, or the the NXT guys going back and forth from between both shows, that's fine. But the answer to our ratings are shit can't be give you exactly what we've given you all the time over and over again. And it just shows such a lack of planning or like the idea that they plan ahead is clear they clearly don't yeah. who is the biggest star on the show it's roman reigns well you moved him to smackdown for you fox sports yeah you and now you're bringing him back yeah, for both you chose not to have him on raw and then after two weeks he's back like i just what and he's did back you for not nothing. see this coming and he's back for nothing it's not like if the, another invasion angle let's say okay SmackDown wants to prove they're the A show. Fine. It's been done 800,000 times, but fine. Roman's leading the charge. He's the big dog. He's going to invade Raw. 
But he's just back to just tell Vince I don't really listen to you anymore. Yeah. Like, and they're Tell trying to, I don't care. And just as a like a little thing, because like I've grown to like Roman Reigns. It's Absolutely. taken me some time, but I've gotten there. Brother, you have to do something with the goatee. Go full beard. Just go. It's not 1997. Show personality, and that's his problem. <laughs> he's a good heated promo. The second he gets yeah. rolled, he's great. He's obviously a fantastic athlete, but there's no personality to it. The reason I hate. Him as a superstar, as a person, I'm thankful that he's healthy again, yeah. happy that he's back in the, and working and all that. It's great. But as a wrestling super, he's got no freaking personality. It's just, yeah, I'm Roman Reigns. I'm the big dog. I'm here to tell you I don't listen to you. I listen to the fans. Okay. I've got unfinished business. It's with the guy I beat clean at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, like oh, great. Okay, like, right. Give him something. Give him a... a, a, a Anything. I, Let Bray Wyatt like <laughs> change his mind and make him weird and odd. Do something. Like do lit, just I, from just a from just an aesthetic standpoint, brother. Like the goatee. Yeah. It's nineteen ninety seven. Like Cut your hair, change your hair. Do, do literally something. anything. I, it just bothers me. But uh, he has the match, and then Elias gets involved. <sighs> we see um, we see Miz uh, come in when Shane gets involved. It's just all these storylines running to get like it, 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 it's all meaningless. It's all crap. It's, is there gonna be some? If this all goes to because I'm watching all this unfold with Elias and Drew McIntyre and Vince and Shane, if this somehow gets to some sort of corporation stable, would it? It would at least make more sense, sure. right? Because right now we just have a bunch of guys who are literally only allies in that these are heels. Like, and that's it. It's just like when Mankind buries The Undertaker and every heel comes out of the locker room to help him. Just, well, here are the bad guys. Clearly, it's, like, and that was it. That was the only thing tying any, like, if it, this is going towards, if it this does. is going towards a, like, corporation or some sort of, like, uh, some sort of, all right, yeah, we have, uh, clearly you're not listening to the WWE universe because Vince McMahon thinks this is his universe. And if we have that sort of, like, feud, all right, but get there. Right now, we just have Lashley and Corbin again. Uh, oh, Elias <laughs> is helping, Elias is helping McIntyre because, I don't know because he's just there he's a bad guy that's what bad guys do it's it, it confuses me it, it infuriates me it it was to the point i was just screaming at my tv last night just why and you know what just, what's the point the worst part of the roman and drew was pretty good oh yeah it's pretty good it was absolutely it was a solid match <laughs> it didn't need to happen no, again and I, again and again and bit. again no but it was fine it was an entertaining it. wrestling match i was like oh here cool wrestlemania rematch it's just gonna be less of what they did and i was like oh no it's actually pretty good he took that alabama slam on the apron like yeah. there was some good stuff in there and it was just like all right all right, here we go again. Um, well, the other WrestleMania rematch because it was set up in the uh, in the opening segment. It was all the way in the main event, which again I love. I love when there's a string. If there's something that they can sell through Absolutely. from the beginning to the end, at least I'm like, all right, this show's moving in a linear fashion. It was written by someone who's written something before. I was kind of disappointed with Kofi and Brian. I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. It was an entertaining enough match I was just I expecting yeah it was any, I was just but I don't know it, but I feel like those two have some sort of greatness in them that they we do. haven't seen yet and it wasn't going to be there because no. it's Monday Night Raw I know we already knew the title weren't, wasn't going to change because he's clearly has a match of money in the bank yeah 
And it but we're told that that match is only scheduled for Money in the Bank because Brian was hurt and they didn't have him for TV. Sure. So they have Kevin Owens slide into that spot. But they weren't going to change the title last night anyway. They no, did too much work for Money in the Bank. So any even a semi-quarter of an inkling that, ooh, maybe Brian will get his title back here. Just was out the window. It was a fine match, I, I guess. What it, I mean, sure. a, an amazing triple threat for Money in the Bank would be Brian defending against Kofi and Owens. Like that would be awesome. But there's, they don't think that far ahead. No, they don't at all think that far ahead. So there's nothing. If I but recall was, correctly, there was a Money in the Bank promo somewhere within that match saying Kofi versus KO. I was like, yeah. Is that, did that really just happen? Did I dream that? Like that might have been possible too. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's get to what was absolutely the highlight of the show. My, this is the best thing on Raw right now, the Firefly Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> I was sitting there, because I watched Raw this morning. I watched Raw right before we came to do this, actually. I was watching hockey and stuff last night, just never got to Raw. My God, was this awesome. <laughs> I was watching it with Ave, and she is like, what the hell? She's like, what? What? She, Her mind was blown by it, and I was like showing her what Bray used to look like. I was like, yeah, he was like a Bayou cult leader, and, and, and now he's he a went away for a little while. Suburban cult leader. Yeah, now he's he's like Steve from Blue's Clues, but clearly doing some sort it's of- It's a mixture of Steve from Blue's the, Clues with Mr. Rogers. I want to ask Kevin. Maybe Kevin knows like who some of those kids were, like because they're clearly like the crew's kids or who, something. Who was it? The kid that won the tag title with Braun? Nicholas. That's um, I mean, was he there? Like I didn't yeah. see him, but could he have been that? Be I awesome. think his. I think that his dad was one of the refs. His dad is the ref that botched the uh, Ronda main event at Mania. I believe I, I so. Think. But yeah, it was just those kids and their deadpan faces were freaking hilarious. The buzzard eating the rabbit. Oh my god! I it's, was. I'm actually all in. On I this have now. no idea where this is going, and I don't care. I am so along for the ride. I don't on know this. that he's ever going to wrestle again. I think it's just going to be all these thirty second <laughs> one to one minute like when he said vignettes. He he just says see you next week, and I was like yes. I will see you next it's week. It's one of the things I look forward to the most watching Raw. I have I no idea where this is going, and I am so along for the ride. I like It's the one thing they're doing well. Again, all I want is characters. I don't even care what they're doing. They can be hosting Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I'm for And it. they are. Just give me goddamn something. Uh, I, I just, this was absolutely... Uh, I thought, like, okay, this needs to go, like, the Sammy stuff. I was like, okay, this needs to go somewhere. I, I don't care. Take me wherever with this Firefly Funhouse. I have let you in, Bray. I am following He's the, the buzzer. the only one I've let in. <laughs> yeah. But as you've just said, and I might be skipping ahead right here. We can get to it now. What the hell happened with Sammy and Braun? Like, he just ch- chased him. Just I'm, I'm going to chase you and so throw now you it's into just, a dumpster. It's more brawn. It's just brawn back to being brawn from the yeah. last three years. <laughs> and I get like, I've never understood brawn as a good guy. It's, I, I don't I wasn't know. even fine with him as a good guy. If he did, it was like the, the anti-hero. Yeah. Like, like the Marvel comic world, like the anti-guy, like the, even like a Batman, let's say. Like Batman is like lawbreaker, whatever, whatever. But he's going to be a, a hero in the end. I'm fine with the brawn that. But Roar, I'm coming to chase you and run around. Like it's funny to watch him run at full speed around the ring. It like, is. He's wildly fast. Yeah, like it's supremely athletic. But, My thing with it is yeah. how far like Sami Zayn, this character is working and it's something that they could expand on. 
uh, he's not beating Braun Strowman. Oh, but he's going to have to for this so to mean anything. So how far can this go? Like they're gonna, I guess, have a match at Money in the Bank, and Braun will win, and then what? And then Sammy comes out and says, I told you so. My you guess, my only me. thing going back to uh, where could all these heels teaming up be going? Is Sammy in the corporation? Like, is that where this could possibly go? Because if Drew, be if Drew comes out and Elias comes out, all right, these three have a chance against Braun. No, what's really going to happen is Baron Corbin's going to come with and them Baron? and Bobby Lashley and Drew, and they're going to break Braun's elbow for the 17th time. And they're going to put him out again. That's that's, what's I'm happen. just looking at, like, because last week we talked, who could possibly stand up for the WWE universe? And, and then like, I asked you again yeah. during our interview, like, who was that guy? Yeah. And we had no idea. And, and this it was, was not the guy I wanted nor even cared to see. And it was like, I was, the only things that came to mind for me really were like, if Gargano wants to go back to being white meat baby face yep. Gargano or give me Velveteen Dream. Like, the universe loves the dream. And and like it would have been great, and we get several good matches out of it. And now it's we're going to get one right, blow-off I, match. Yeah, that's I, not going to be what we want. I wanted. understand wanting Braun back in the spotlight and using him to decimate the guy killing the fans. But if that's it, then what happens with where does Sammy go? Nowhere. What, I mean, yeah, then, to SmackDown is one of the three <laughs> wild card guys. I mean, I just I I can we be Kevin and Sammy's best friend tour again? At least that was funny. <laughs> Predictability isn't always bad in wrestling because Correct. if I know, like, uh, tell me a story. Sometimes I know where the story's going. I just don't see a place for this to go. All right, he got killed in a trash compactor. <laughs> like what? I uh, and it what? was not even. It wasn't. Listen, it wasn't even he got thrown into the dumpster and they tossed in the trash. Like, obviously, they weren't going to really throw him into yeah. anything because that's not safe and we're sanitary. But it was just so obvious that pan away to Braun going. Hur? <laughs> oh, okay. Let gave him thirty seconds and to get the guy, out of the thing. Did the guy operating the truck not like those things don't just happen automatically? Like the guy operating the truck is a psychopath, just like oh, there's a WWE superstar. Time to put Se- season tipping over. Like, yeah, I don't care. I, I'm gonna throw him in the dumpster anyway. Like I get it. It's fun to see Braun being Braun, and yeah, I and that stuff's just good. I just don't see. But... I just don't see the fit because it's there's no fit. There yeah. was no. They teased it through the entire promo. Oh, somebody's got to come tell him off. Somebody's yeah. got to do this. It's like they list. They were like, "Someone's finally got to do something it, about it's this." Like they closed their eyes yeah. and spun around in a desk chair and just go, "Who's <laughs> the guy I'm going to point at? Braun. You go out and yell at him." And it just, you know, that this was they didn't have a plan for this from the no. beginning. There, there's no way they were better off just letting Sammy just rant and rave for you weeks did a, on end. You did three you weeks. Of, yeah, that's the fix it. Post like do it like with Lacey. There's no way that this was the plan with Lacey all along. But at the end of the day, it worked for me. They yeah. did like it retroactively works. Let let Sammy drone on and on and let it get old and do something meaningful with it. This is going to be a one off, and that bothers me. Yeah, because then where does Sammy go from there? Like, yeah, he's not in the U.S. title picture. Like, is by the way, is Samoa Joe and Mysterious <laughs> Kid going to fight next? Like, I- I can't is, wait. Is that what's going to happen? I can't wait for Joe to hit the muscle buster on this kid. That'd be oh my so god! Much fun. I want him to literally like I rip mean, he his is arm a off. Trained enough wrestler. I, I want him to rip him his though, arm but... off and beat him with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's. We'll jump to that now. Uh, the Joe confronting Dominic again. A great segment for me uh, because I've just been like it's building now with Joe just getting his hands on this kid and. 
I love that he put the Uncle Eddie in quotes. Like, yes, yes, throw it back to that storyline when Eddie was Dominic's dad and they had a money in the bet. They had a yeah. ladder match to determine whether Eddie could tell him or not. It like, was fantastic. It was so good. Such a ridiculous storyline from, I don't know, a decade ago. Like, throw it, it back it to that. It literally took me a second to go, what's happening? I had to Google it and go, <laughs> holy crap. I've been waiting for that since they introduced Dominic. And uh, how is he so much taller than his dad? I, I, like, he lifted him up on his shoulder. And it wasn't just, like, well, you and I are about the same height. Yeah, I'm, with I'm ease. sure if either one of us tried, we could do that to each other. But, like, it's like me and you, like, just throwing it like a baby on top of our shoulders. Does going, this all, how, old is, how old is Dominic? He's got to be in his 20s like, at this point. This, I mean, Mysterio is in his late 40s or so, is I would this, assume. Is this all leading to Dominic is now a WWE superstar? Is that where, is that where this well, can is going? We do a father versus son just better? What if Dominic of, turns on Ray at the that pay-per-view? Would be great. Oh, my God. Instead of doing Kurt Angle with Jason Jordan, who <laughs> they just completely botched. Oh, and, poor Jason Jordan. No, obviously, yeah, poor him. Great athlete, but like Olympic athlete, Olympic athlete. But anyway, I digress a bit here. What if Dominic turns on Mysterio? I'm, I would love it. That would be great. And then we have like a family feud style match going into whatever Survivor Series or oh my SummerSlam or even save it for Mania and let the kid train for a freaking year. <laughs> I don't care. I just I would uh, that would be great if Dominic turned on Ray. That would be freaking awesome. That would be fantastic. Uh, so let's get to this Usos revival thing. I, so we have a uh, we have just a cut of like the Usos sne- sneaking around in the back again and they're laughing and okay so they're they're up to more mischief. They are now just they're just Pulling ribs on the revival, uh, and then cut to Hawkins and Ryder versus the Viking Raiders. Um, they have a move called the Viking Experience now, which is just outstanding. Uh, I just whatever. Well, I mean, they're just making the the raw tag titles just irrelevant. But that's Ryder and Hawkins didn't even get an entrance. No entrance, not even televised. Tag team like, champions again. No entrance. We have this Hawkins storyline where he loses a million matches in a row, and they finally get to something where they use it, and that's good. Yeah, cool. Get the tag titles on them. Reunite these two guys who were together ten years ago, and now Fantastic. underutilized guys that everyone wants to see get more TV time. And now they're just they're just the tag champs until we figure out something else. Exactly. You're just holding these belts because yeah, just, just wait here. They're we'll, completely. We'll get your get your ass whooped by Viking War Raider yeah. Express Machine Raiders whatever. <laughs> they're just irrelevant, but. Back to the Usos and Revival. Revival are out for uh, a match with Anderson and Gallows. I don't even know what the segment was supposed to be. But then the Usos come out and introduce Usi Hot. It's Icy Hot that they put in their trunks. And they're just embarrassing the Revival. That's what's happening. I I don't, again, I I understand they don't like tag teams in WWE anymore. Because that's clearly what's going to happen with both brands of tag teams. But that's. Beside the point, irrelevant. Why? Why? They're just, and we'll ask Kevin about this. Like what he like. I, uh, there's a report they've extended Dash Wilder's contract because yeah, of. So they're just screwing with them. Yeah, like, that's they're just. So, I would almost rather them admit it. Like just come on TV. Like listen, you guys are JOs. You didn't want to resign here, so we're going to f with you until just, you're into your contract. They have so. 
the fact that they're wasting TV time on, like, you have all these people under contract. You have so many guys signed. Like, we're so many guys underutilized. And we're wasting TV time on making sure we embarrass guys on their way out. Multiple times. It's just completely unnecessary. And I laughed at the segment. It was funny. And if I didn't know that they're just trying to embarrass them and make them do nonsense on their way out so they can't have an awesome feud with the Young Bucks, like, all right, but that's what's going on. Yeah. Uh, It's just stupid as shit to me. They... I don't get them. Sometimes. It's a waste and, of time. Well, that, that's the, the you have the three hours line. of TV. Nobody in the whole company is over, and this is how we're using our TV time. This is why your yeah. ratings are declining. And honestly, I think the idea of ratings is overrated at this point. Oh, absolutely, because the ratings are down. It was still one of the five most watched things on TV this week. Like, and it, it's always going. Yeah, to be. and it's always going to be. And the ratings just don't matter anymore. Things matter way more than TV ratings. We learned that in the way they treated. John Cena, like John Cena being able to go on Good Morning America and do Make-A-Wish stuff, way more important than, you know, it would be a hot wrestling angle if we turned him heel. Like, yeah. just never mattered. It just, it, it just, it's so confusing to me. They seem to want to listen to us. They seem to want to listen to the fans. They seem to want to listen to, I, again, not that we're experts by any means or whatever. It, it just is like, wh- why? Like, Please, instead of wasting my time embarrassing somebody on their way out, just show me an NXT match. Yeah. Show me some a highlight package. A Give little, me a guy that's not on the, on the roster that's going to wrestle anything. A little thing that they did right this week that I liked. Okay. So Ricochet gets put in the Money in the Bank match, and then Correct. they're like, oh, wait, Robert Roode beat him two weeks ago. This doesn't make any sense. And they acknowledged it. And sure, it's like, oh, yeah, we don't pay any attention to our own booking. And someone probably pointed this out to us after the fact. But the fact that they acknowledged it and just went, all right, yeah, here's a match. And uh, if Robert Roode wins, he replaces Ricochet. Awesome. Because we have all these announcements for who's in the money in the bank. And nothing's going to happen with it until money in the bank. At least this was something to build towards it. And now Ricochet can say, I've got momentum. I have a win under my belt. And I'm getting ready for this money in the bank match. As you keep saying, it it was forwarding a storyline. Yes. They might have made a mistake whether they did or didn't is irrelevant there. They acknowledged something that happened. Brood was very much, well, I beat him, so I deserve a spot, so put it on the line. That's fine. It's a little story of a match that meant way way more to me than anything oozy, juicy, icy, hot, bullcrap did in the long run. It was an entertaining match. This was more than the tag match to start the show. Yeah. Absolutely. It was... was a good, solid filler match. Yep. And there was no in hell they were going to pull Ricochet from that unless no. he's hurt. God, that's no. beside the point. Yeah. Because they want him to do the 6,000 rotation splash off the top of a ladder. That's exactly why he's in this match. But it was a reason to go, ooh, something interesting, something that's going to impact our pay-per-view. And just one more little thing that they did right. It's just something I like. Squash matches. Lacey Evans... Don't squash a WWE superstar. That's Correct. dumb. I think they should do it more, and I think they should do it more for getting over moves 
that aren't finishers that could potentially end matches. Like if AJ Styles comes out and hits a 450 on local indie guy and ends a match with it, that will make the pay-per-view exactly. 450 far more dramatic. Oh, he's oh, he wins matches. He it. Yeah, like if John Cena at any point had hit that springboard stunner and then won a match with it, it would have been a hell of a move. But since it was just another spot, like it never went anywhere and it's just little things like that. No reason to squash Carmella, who's in the match, when you can just squash local indie wrestler and Lacey gets the You've same boost from it. You've got hundred of them that are just around that yeah. want to come in the damn building anyway. Yeah, they're just trying to get in anyway, so just do it. And it it's all just a setup for her and Becky to have another pull apart. So let's just do that. So that was another little thing I liked about the show. Uh, just to wrap up now, our, uh, our Raw review, the Money in the Bank card. Becky versus Lacey for the Raw Women's title. Becky versus Charlotte for the SmackDown title. Seth versus JJ for the Universal. Kofi versus Owens for the WWE title. Joe versus uh, Ray for the US. We have the men's money in the bank. We have the women's money in the bank. Roman versus Elias and Miz versus Shane in a cage. This is a really good card. It's like they're trying to fix WrestleMania. I mean, almost. Yeah, like the they're men's- putting all their top. Guys and girls. Men's money in the bank. Braun, Ricochet, Drew, Corbin, uh, Mustafa Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Orton. That's a really good... That's good. And aside from Dana Brooke in the women's, it's a solid card too. Natty, Dana, Naomi, Alexa, Bailey, Mandy, Ember, and Carmella. Like, I'm cool with these. Like, I would have put in, like, Sonya instead of Dana, but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. There's always got to be a quote-unquote top guy or a girl mm-hmm. that's out of these matches. Yeah, and yeah, you can't you have... You have to have somebody take the, the final bump or fall yeah. or whatever, though. Yeah, and we'll get to see maybe a little out of Dana that we haven't seen before, so that's cool, and I... Corbin in this match just gives it that little, they're going to put it on him again. Like, it's just mm-hmm. that little, and Perfect that's the strength of his character. The fact that people hate him so much is the strength of his character. Like, you can't keep giving him, like we said, don't just give me tag matches with Lashley well, all the time. That's all I need. Like, yeah. He's a Mix perfect... <laughs> Oh my god, if they put that belt on him again, or oh my god, if they people give him are gonna that throw stuff again, in the ring. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's the perfect way to use his character. Just like you said, I I see one more bleeping tag match yeah. with Corbin, Lashley, Drew, whatever combo. Just keep them apart. Like, please just I don't hate Braun because he's hateable, but I like hating him. That's the yeah. point of the character. I hate Baron, it's not Braun, excuse me. I hate Baron. Because I've seen too much of him doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm done with the same thing. It's the stagnation of the show. And yes. That's, that's our biggest complaint is, all right, here's the same thing. Like, we don't just know what to give you. Mix it up a little bit. I was hoping that he was going to go get the War Raider Viking Express Vince <laughs> when he went back there. I was praying that was the case. Oh, let's see. A super cool tag team we're going to try and put with two of our top guys. And they might lose. They might win. Who knows? But yeah, know. I thought it, I I thought it was going to be those two as well. But it's oh but yeah, yeah, here's okay. two guys. Yep. And then the second what whatever the new ring announcer guy I was like God, just, A just good, shut up. But I will say but going back bit. to that first segment, it was uh, having having AJ. Uh, come out and say, oh yeah, this wild card rule, and now Roman's here, big surprise, maybe I'll go get some of my friends. Like I did think that was a nice little foreshadow, if it goes somewhere. Oh, yeah. n- good foreshadowing. I, I was, I was, and I would have really, really, really enjoyed it more if the Bullet Club or 
whatever they're called now wasn't already on Raw and yeah. doing their thing. And I don't really consider Finn Balor part of his friend group anymore, I guess. I mean, maybe he is in real life. Who the hell knows? But if they weren't there and he if was going to go get the club or... If he pulls any three guys out of his ass next week, if, if it was foreshadowing, I'm fine with it. If it's just like, hey, hey, here's the story I'm telling. If it's three dudes from TNA, awesome. Like, if it's Eric Young and Robert Roode and someone else, like, that's great. Cool. As, if it was foreshadowing anything, that means... You just they hope th- they have something to plan. If it's they not were just thinking f- ahead a little bit, it was that's great. That's all you want. Yeah, just, I agree with you. And that's it. Just tell me a story. I'm that's, with you. And that's why I love Bray Wyatt, because he's telling everyone stories. Maybe it's like Bray's kid, because <laughs> he just had a kid, and good for him, congratulations, is the one that turned him all wonky. Oh my, this is just going to be something special. Uh, it, oh. Yeah, or it's going to be- It's either going to be unbelievable, or it's going to be over in two weeks, because they don't know what they're going to do Steph with it. Steph McMahon's the one pulling the strings on Bray Wyatt. That would be great. Wait, he like brainwashed her, <laughs> and she's the one holding like the buzzard in the puppet. Oh my God. Yes, <sighs> Bray. There's How ways to make this good. This could be such a good show every week. And there's ways to make it and crappy it like just, they've done yeah. again. I don't it was better than last week. Well, yeah. I'll give but it that, a that was better a low than, bar. It was better than one of the worst episodes I've ever seen. Scene. I don't want to sit here and complain every week. I would love to sit here yeah. with you every Tuesday and go, holy crap, did you remember that move from that no, match and that's or the, whatever? Like, we sit here and complain, and then I run down the money in the back card, and I'm like, this I'm looks great. Yeah. It's just the, the road to get there is kind of what matters. It's a book. It's, well, it's, well, not to them. To not us. Not to them at all, but not to them. But we'll be back uh, on Thursday with a, uh, a the full show. We'll be talking about all sorts of stuff. Vince McMahon stories, the way they're treating the revival, more Sasha Banks, I'm sure. Kevin uh, will have quite a bit to say about everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. Obviously, real quick before we get out of here, we're not going to get into it now, but did you see the new Sasha Banks thing? I haven't. Teasing a match with a TNA super Superstar oh, or an Impact, Impact Superstar? I was just, I was, I didn't say TNA once during our interview, and I was so I was proud of myself. I was like, I know I'm going to say TNA. I purposely took it out of any question I had with yeah. them, so I didn't say it. And Ty the guy didn't actually said TNA, and I was like, oh, I didn't say it. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back with the full show on Thursday. Have a great week, everybody. 